0: Hello and welcome to 251, two pianists, five minutes, one subject. And today our subject is Jamie Abersold play alongs. My name's Simon Whiteside.
1: And my name's Nick Tomlin, and this is 251. <music> Jamie Abersold was born on July the 21st, 1939, um, in Indiana. And uh, he started off as a saxophonist. Um, I think he started playing when he was quite young, played in local bands, went to Indiana University and and played there as well. Um, But his uh, sort of claim to fame really in the jazz world is as inventor of his play along series. Um, And uh, he introduced the first one in 1967. He actually borrowed uh, $500 from his parents to make it. And it was all done in his parents' basement. and he produced the first the first uh, uh, of the series um, and um, I mean they'd been in existence for for a while I mean he didn't really invent the idea of the play along, but I think he he sort of um, improved the model really and um, his kind of idea marked a sort of significant step forward so um, he organized it so that all the instruments or different instruments could benefit from it um, also he introduced the idea of doing things in different keys which hadn't really been done before and he also um, gave some kind of um, educational um, material, so some scales that you could play with a chord so it was kind of educational um, as well um, and so he made the first one in in 67 and he did a few um, uh, sort of seminars where he would he would talk and demonstrate Demonstrate it, and they they went pretty well. Um, he brought a, a, a two-line classified ad in Downbeat for, to, to advertise the first one as well. Um, mm. And because that was successful, he then continued. Um, yeah, he continued then to, to make number two, number three. Um, and um, I mean, the early ones uh, he he didn't have copyright, so himself and there's a pianist called Dan H- Harl who he sort of collaborated with. Yeah, and they initially wrote kind of contrafacts, really, Um, original tunes based on standards. Um, That's the way they got around the copyright issue initially. Um, But from 76, he actually managed to um, uh, get in with a lawyer from Prestige, and then he could use all the Prestiges. So that was Miles Davis, Charlie Parker, Sonny Rollins. And and that's when it really, I I think, started to take off. That was 1976. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I'd like to say about that is mm. that, uh, you know, as you know, I'm quite interested in the recording history. Mm. The, the thing that's different about his Music Minus One, as as some classical people call it, uh, records, is mm. that he allowed... He, he recorded it in one stereo... You know, he was in the stereo age, so you can turn off the bass player or the pianist... Yeah, that's right. ...by yes. going to one channel. Yeah, um, The yeah. drummer's on both, normally. Yeah. And that was that was quite... Uh, a, a development, I think, which allowed pianists to practice yeah, with band rather yes. than just front line. Yeah, sure. Because there are some actually 78 records that are, you know, band. Rec- There's some very early play-alongs from, from the 78 record period, mm. which are quite interesting.
1: Uh, I mean, he also got great players. So um, you know, some of the people that who who've appeared, uh, you know, as uh, rhythm section players for the recordings. Ron Carter recorded some. Kenny Barron, Hal Galper, Cedar Walton did some. Mm. Um, John Patitucci, Patitucci played on some. So you know, you were really playing with some of the the mm. best, the best uh, piano players, bass players. Um.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm quite surprised that most saxophone players don't have played with Kenny Barron and uh, Ron Carter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the, isn't that paying dues? That's a really good one, actually. That's, I think that's Ron Carter and Kenny Barron. Uh, And a good drummer. I can't remember who the drummer is either. Someone good? Yeah, I think yes. Uh, They're often... I mean, what he did, I think what he's done for jazz education is he made it possible to to play by ear without... but also methodically by ear, if that Mm. makes sense. Mm. Although a lot of people are disparaging... There is a bit of
1: controversy about his, his method and particularly this kind of chord scale method but um, I think on the whole you know he's it's been very positive and um, so there's 133 volumes that's uh, of, so go and go and check some of those out if you uh, if you fancy it um, so my name's Nick Tomlin goodbye
0: my name's Simon Whiteside goodbye